When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Spectrum Internet has enough speed to handle all your needs. So you can work, game, and stream with speeds up to a gig. Plus, Spectrum's advanced Wi-Fi provides enhanced security for all your connected devices. Get Spectrum Internet with fast and reliable speeds, starting at just $29.99 a month with a two-year price guarantee. Visit spectrum.com slash internet for you for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Restrictions apply. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Uni Therapy. My name is Kat, and I am your host. And I hope everybody is having a wonderful day, whatever day it is that you're listening to this. I'm having a pretty good day today as I'm recording it, I will say. This episode is going to be awesome. I just recorded it with my friend and fellow therapist, Tara Booker, and she's actually been on the show before, actually twice, because she did an episode with our friend Hannah And then we also did a Couch Talks episode with her where she answered, her and Hannah answered some questions you guys sent in about trauma. So if you love today, go back and listen to that episode as well if you haven't yet. But today we talk about spirituality. And, you know, we were talking about this just one day when she came over to my house and I was like, oh my gosh, we need to record this. Anyway, we didn't. And she just came back and we did an episode on it on purpose. But one of the things when we were talking about of why we wanted to do this is because it seems like one of those things that is scary to talk about. There's not a lot of people talking about spirituality and and the difference between that and faith and religion and Christianity and who God is is and a higher power. And I think our in our culture, we're in this heightened sense of calling people out and fear of being wrong. And historically, there hasn't been a lot of space when it comes to spirituality to be wrong. It's been a very, what it has seemed like to me, very black or white. So people aren't talking about it. So then we're not exploring it. And then it feels like we don't know that part of ourselves. And it's a very, very, very important part of ourselves and so Tara came over and we we did the scary thing we talked about spirituality and what I want you guys to hear which we say is that this is a very personal thing so what we say and what we believe might not align with you but if anything what we want is to get you thinking about all of this stuff and processing it for yourself because it can be a very powerful, helpful healing experience. So I wanted to go ahead and say that before we get into the episode. And before we do that as well, I want to say if you love what Tara's saying, you can follow her group's Instagram account called Pearls of Recovery at 
pearls of recovery on Instagram. And at the end, she tells us how to get involved in the process group that she runs with Hannah. And so definitely look into that. I will link everything in the show notes. So if you were like, I didn't catch that, just click on the details. There'll be a link for you. Tara's awesome at what she does. She is a great person to talk about things with because she makes you think and we need to think and we need challenging conversations. I think that is one of the reasons I love this conversation is we need challenging conversations because just because we don't agree with somebody, it might actually make us think about why we believe what we believe and we can become a little bit more rooted in that, which that's amazing. Even if we don't change our minds, we can become more rooted in the things that we do know and why we know them. So all in that to say, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you guys on Wednesday for Couch Talks. If you have any questions for Tara on this, go ahead and email them to me as well and she might come back on a Couch Talks to answer those. So hope you have a wonderful day and I hope you enjoy my conversation with Tara. Here it is. Welcome back to another episode of You Need Therapy. I have an old friend here that you guys already know. Her name is Tara. Hi. Hello. And I am super excited about the conversation we're about to have. And it actually started after we had a conversation just as two humans off of a podcast. And I almost wanted to be like, pause. I want to record this, but of course I didn't. And so she is back and we are going to be talking about all things spirituality. And I know a lot of things probably come up. I would even say as an exercise, as you're listening to the game of this, I would even notice what like words or thoughts or feelings are coming up right now after you, I mean, I'm assuming you knew what the episode was about when you read the title and clicked on it, but just like what thoughts are running through your head now, because that's one of the things that we're going to really talk about of, of what is spirituality and how do we experience it and what we think about it and all of that. So really excited to jump into this. Before we get going, I know Tara, you want to go out and give a disclaimer. So why don't you say like, why is this important to you? What made you want to like record something like this and talk about it in the public? And then what do you want to say before we jump into everything? Yeah, thanks. I think the disclaimer is most people in some capacity when they heard you say the word spirituality probably had some kind of weightiness like there's a weightiness to that word and so my disclaimer is I acknowledge the weightiness of that the good and the bad whichever shapes that may take and that means like there's no way that I can know all things. I'm not coming as a as an expert on any particular thing. And just acknowledging that this is just me talking about an idea. I'm just kind of letting people into my brain <laughs> is probably what's happening. And and so to, to maybe receive that in whatever way it feels helpful to people um, and whatever ideas that run around in my brain are not helpful to you, uh, just toss them right on out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you said it the way you said that because I think there's so much content in the world right now and I think especially when it comes to this topic we want answers and we want something to grab onto and it's really easy to grab onto something or it's really easy to just like rebuke something when it doesn't align with something else you've grabbed onto before so I've always used the examples of like in this whole podcast take whatever I say with a grain of salt because I'm not the expert in your life and I'm just talking usually to myself (laughs) on here so Yes, I think that's very important of we are not in any of this saying that like we are the founding fathers of spirituality <laughs> and or founding mothers or however you want to say that. Don't and have it all figured yeah, out. Yeah, we don't have it all. Definitely don't have it all figured out. But 
there are ideas in our heads mm-hmm. and those are wanting to be shared with the world. Yeah, this is how we grow. Yeah. To talk so, about them. Yeah. And if you have feedback on any of this, send it. If you have questions, send it. We can have Tara back for a couch talks like we did last time um, to answer some of the questions that might come up through this. The other question you asked me was why? Is it something I'd like to talk about? I think the first half of that answer would be that this thing called spirituality is probably the most foundational thing in my life. And when I say foundational, I simply mean like the ground that holds me up. When Which it, you need. Period. Yes. Yeah. That kind of like bedrock of, of my existence kind of always kind of filters down into that. And I think some of the things we'll talk about will help explain what I mean when I say that. And the other part of it would be that it, I think, such a mystery, even to people who maybe do have some ideas about what, what their understanding of that is. And I think what I want to offer to the idea of spirituality is for people to be able to play with the word a little bit. Yeah, to just like dig it up, see what 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 they can discover. Well, can I just jump into this mm-hmm. next question then? Because I would like to, before we get started, separate these things. Because a lot of people, I'm making assumptions, but I'm just going to do it because I can. That when spirituality comes up, for a lot of people, it's either something very separate from religion and faith, or it feels very connected from the words religion and the words faith. And so before we go into anything, will you tell us how you look at the word spirituality, what it means to you, and if that is different or similar to those other two words? Yeah. I have about five different answers running in my head to that one. (laughs) And I will say what Tara is saying doesn't mean that it has to be what you think. This is how she's conceptualizing it. And for the sake of this conversation, I think it's important to figure that out. Sure. I think I'll start in the simplest way. When I think about the word spirituality, I think about words like peace, love, full, safe, and the, the visceral experience of being connected and being able to say that is a word I am in right now. I think about spirituality in that way and to kind of expound on that, found what comes in those, in those kind of um, labels that we use for experiences, those words, I think what comes with that is an idea of like capital T truths and everybody has their own right I think that's what's so that's what's maybe one thing that's different about religion and spirituality is like in spirituality you're tr- like capital T truths the truths that are foundational to you that you kind of come to come to an understanding of this is what I believe about me in the world that I think is spirituality it's not necessarily rational or reasonable reasonable or logical or scientific uh, necessarily or even emotional it's just this place where I just feel like I just this is just what I know (laughs) unequivocally without also any ability to explain why so that's something that I think is a, a good frame for spirituality potentially is just what do I believe foundationally at the heart of all things of me of the world and then religion you know, is more of the institution. I think we hear that a lot. I think a good analogy is like education is to school as spirituality is to religion. That's so good. (laughs) Did you just think of that? (laughs) As I was thinking about having this conversation that came to me. That is so good. Like we may get an education in school. Yes. You also may not get a real true education depending on the school. And you can also get an education outside of school. There you go. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's the institution yes. that we've created okay. in order to hopefully the ideal is to connect with that thing, mm -hmm. right? To possess a sense of spiritual truth, a sense of knowing, sense yeah. of peace, all that. And and so religion becomes hopefully like a place we go to get some of that. Yeah, I have a lot of feelings about that that are coming up. <laughs> and I'm I'm my goal for this conversation was not to go on tangents, but <laughs> that's gonna happen. Because I think that sometimes again this is my opinion we put too much of our expectation and are too much of our foundation as you use that word in the religion versus the spiritual process and just the spirituality of it mm -hmm. so I think that is a beautiful way to relate this and and help people understand because that's one of the hardest things for people to separate yeah of like well I can't be spiritual or I can't have spirituality in my life and I can't and we'll talk about higher powers and all that I can't do that or I don't want to do that because I have this icky experience in my religion right. and in my church or whatever place you grew up going and they don't have to be connected because plenty of people have horrible experiences in school whether it was growing up in school or going up to higher education and they're wildly successful and intelligent outside of that and sometimes the school system fails kids yeah exactly so Thank hopefully you. that okay, helps that does yeah. help. and then the other word was faith yes faith it's interesting when i think about faith i think what comes to mind is like <laughs> That's just like an element of existence, whether we like it or not. Mm -hmm. Like we're all having faith every second of the day. And that's just like a belief in, a trust in the unknown. Well, you know what? Also, because you said we're all having faith no matter what, I think that's really cool to say because people are like, I don't have faith. I'm like, but you almost have faith in the fact that you don't have faith. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I think that is actually great to help us view what faith doesn't have to just be. It's I don't know what not necessarily yes. spiritual, spiritual and it's not necessarily yeah. religious. I think it, just it like makes sense yeah. in those realms. Exactly. But like we have faith and gravity like that it's going to keep us to the ground yes <laughs> we're all just like trusting in that walking yes. around every we are not even thinking we are just but we don't know what is going on with it's that it's like what are you putting your faith in versus <clears throat> yeah. my faith is my spirituality there you go okay and Beautiful. I heard it really beautifully said also that faith is admitting our unknowing. It's not claiming to know anything. It's actually mm -hmm. believing like in and admitting and trusting at the same time of saying, I have no idea and I'm going to do it anyways. Mm -hmm. Right. Which I think shows up so much in the therapy room. Yeah. I have no idea what's going to happen in here, yeah. how I'm going to survive walking through this pain. I'm going to do, do it, it anyways. anyways. So you believe in something that whether you know it or not, that something is potentially going to catch you in that. Or you, the opposite, you refuse to do it because you believe that you're not going to be There you go. Caught. So a, a lack of faith and trust mm -hmm. becomes a huge impediment yeah. to both spirituality, yeah. therapy, healing. Yeah. yeah. So would it make sense to go into the idea of like how you conceptualize higher powers? Sure. One, what do you call your higher power? And two, like what is a higher power? Hmm. Depending on the moment I'm in, I okay. call my higher power a lot of things. 
I, you know, grew up in a lens and a framework that gave it a name such as God. Mm-hmm. I still f- like that one. Mm-hmm. I like to use that one. Uh, I think what I like about God for me is that it still kind of feels like this completely other thing. Yeah. Like, it, like we don't, I don't even really know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. when I say it. And, and so there's something really cool about being like that elusive, mysterious thing. And that word we use for it is God. So that one, I, I use the word love quite a bit in uh, talking to about higher power, life with a capital L, um, just like existence and the force that is Do moving. those all feel like the same thing to you, just with different names? Hmm. Good question. I believe they are the same thing. I use them probably I'm choosing different words for a reason which is more about maybe the moment that I'm in or what maybe I'm feeling like Mm -hmm. I need more of a connection to okay I want to relate this to obviously therapy because that's what we do here and I grew up with in the background of Christianity and I've always called my higher power God I'm totally cool with that but also I realized that like not everybody does that and that's okay and it doesn't really mean anything to me. But I want to talk about why it is so important to identify higher powers and how they're so essential Mm -hmm. in the healing process, especially when it comes to trauma, but really in any healing process. And so somebody who has gone through experiences where they've been burned or just hurt by their quote unquote religion or any of that, it's, it can be hard and it can be, there's a lot of pushback. Mm -hmm. And so I don't really know what the question I'm asking is, but like how, one, why is it important to invite a higher power into the process of life? And then how do you approach it with somebody who's like, I don't believe in God and I don't have any interest in doing that. Yeah. I will say also, I don't talk a whole lot about higher power explicitly Mm -hmm. in therapy unless someone's interested in that. Yeah. So I also think it, because it is the unnameable thing, I actually don't think we often have to name it. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's it's doing its thing anyways. But when that is an explicit struggle or something that someone maybe needs some kind of like, they're they're wrestling with that in whatever way. Why is higher power important in therapy? One way I've heard something that comes to mind when you ask that question is one way I've heard spirituality and higher power talked about is connection, which Mm -hmm. is why I think the word love feels so right for that. And that is often what has been missing in most people's wounding is a sense of connection and love and safety you use the word safety yeah yeah and so what we want to try to reconnect clients with some kind of source Mm -hmm. of love and safety and so if my higher power connection has been tainted in a way where that's I'm not able to experience that from that particular resource, then that can be one of the big barriers to me getting the sense of love and safety that I'm searching for. Mm-hmm. So kind of clearing up whatever, you know, misrepresentations or wounding experiences have gotten in the way of me having my own pure view and connection with that, mm-hmm. that I can get a sense of love and safety from can be really powerful. Yeah. I think also it's just the awareness for me as a therapist, I think about the fact that like the 12 steps are a really beautiful comparison for all of this, which, you know, it's it's been said step one is essentially an admission of I, what I can't do and my limitations and so like as a therapist we know like I can't save you I can't fix Mm -hmm. you I can't heal you and there's this other awareness that the client is bringing into the room of they know they can't in and of themselves 
an interesting kind of weirdly what I would call spiritual thing is happening that we're really both just sitting in the room knowing that we in and of ourselves can't really give this person what they really are desperately in need for. And the togetherness of that somehow is. Which is something bigger than absolutely ourselves. Absolutely. And that is one of the most important parts of all of this is that mm-hmm. your higher power doesn't have mm-hmm. to be a person in the sky. Yeah. But it's just the idea that there is something bigger than you and there's something bigger than me. And it literally can be the combination of us both mm-hmm. that can help give us what we need mm-hmm. because we are limited as humans, as imperfect, yeah. flawed humans. The, one of the reasons I think it's so important is because I think a lot of people walk into the therapy room thinking like I'm going to be that higher power, mm-hmm. right? Like <laughs> this therapist is going to fix my problems. I've, I've read what she wrote on Instagram or like this, m- my friend went to her and she said she was amazing, blah, blah, blah. And it's this expectation when you walk through the door that like, oh, this person's going to fix me mm-hmm. or give me what they I got need. got the answers, whatever yes. it is. When mm-hmm. it's, it's really not that. Like together we may help heal a wound, but it's not me that's doing it. That's one of the things that makes me the most uncomfortable as a therapist, I think, is when people are like, you saved my life. I'm like, I didn't do right. that. And I've heard you say, give examples of like what higher powers um, have looked like for you and in cl- conversations with clients. Mm-hmm. And I would love to talk about that because when I first started as a therapist, well, there was a, somebody who I was working with and I looked up to it at the, at the time. And we were talking about, I think we we're working on one of the steps in a group and I was very new in this. So like everything that was said, I was like, oh my God, yes. And he said that he was like, I don't care what your higher power is. Your higher power can be the doorknob. I literally don't care what it is, mm-hmm. but you, you've got to find one if you want to get through this Mm -hmm. now we can debate that last part but the first part it being like it can be a doorknob Mm -hmm. was amazing and one of the things we used a lot was the group like there's a group of like 10 of us the group was the higher power just kind of what we were just talking about. But I want to hear from you some ways that you've experienced a higher power or the ways that you've experienced it with a client. There's specifically a story I would love for you to share if Mm -hmm. you feel comfortable doing that. Yeah, I think it's a a great depiction because we need examples Mm -hmm. for this elusive, mysterious thing that Mm -hmm. we're talking about. And it will still feel really mysterious and it will make sense. And and that's, I think, the essence Mm -hmm. of spirituality right there. So I had a really beautiful, challenging, hard session with a client who was coming in for significant sexual trauma. And in working in a session around one of those specific memories, she came to a moment in the midst of just kind of going through and releasing a lot of the emotional pain of it where there was kind of a collapse happening inside of her, right? Like she was like, I just feel in my body, like I just want to curl into a ball on the floor, Uh, like tired, exhausted, this when we've just kind of been beaten up and we've cried every tear out of our eyeballs and so we did that so she got on the floor I made her a cozy little spot and um, wrapped her in a blanket and I just sat um, with my hand on her back and that was pretty much it and for about five to ten minutes I mean it was a pretty long time this is just what we did and she cried and then she just was started to breathe and she started to just kind of like get into that resting place she mentioned she kind of said in the midst of that that hand is magic 
I'm referring to my hand on her back. And I said to her, because she was questioning, what is the higher power thing? I'm interested in that. I have no real like connection to the ways it's been framed to me. And so I, I said to her in reflection after that, I think that's it. Like mm-hmm. that's the, that's higher power, that's spirituality, like that's the connection thing. And yeah. she said it in such a way that I think does describe the spiritual piece of it. Like it's magic, right? Mm-hmm. It just, there was, it was, it was pouring something into her. That she couldn't create. That she couldn't create. And we were both really in it together, right? Because I was just being with her and really just offering that kind of nurturing presence of love. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. just here. I can't fix this, but I'm with you. And this is really hard. And we were receiving that. And so, you know, I wasn't, uh, to be clear, I wasn't the higher power in the room, but the thing that was coming out of my hand and what was coming, what what was receiving it in her, the vulnerable part of her that was receiving it, it was both of the most vulnerable parts of us connecting with one another and the energy that that whatever was in that that was higher power Mm -hmm. that was spirituality that was God and for me I can know that in the room and and as a therapist that's really relieving Mm -hmm. also to know like that that just shows up for us that I don't have to really like conjure that up or try to make her feel that or anything but if I'm just really in my deepest being and she's in her deepest being that it's going to show up and we're going to both be able to get connected with it Mm -hmm. and it's going to do that magical thing of healing that it really did for her. Hey guys, Kat here, and I have something very important to talk to you guys about. Now, I know you're used to hearing me talk about therapy and how important it can be for you and how transformative it can be for you in your life. But if you're somebody who's tried therapy and it just hasn't done the trick, or you just need a little extra boost, I think I've found the next best thing. And the next best thing might just be Cozy Earth and their bamboo sheets and their bamboo pajamas. It feels like you are stepping into a buttery, cozy, warm, and cool hug all at the same time. And that's just their pajamas. Don't even get me started on their sheets. As soon as I touched them, I said, okay, we're changing the sheets right now. And the bonus is they come in this really cute travel tote so you can take your sheets with you wherever you go. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. We're all in luck because you can discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code UNEED at checkout to get 35% off. Yes, 35% off. And let them know that we sent you You Need Therapy after you check out. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. 
We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now. That story gave me chills when you told it and I got them again. But it just, to me, is so important to hear that kind of stuff because I think we, when we think of a higher power, this is actually, I'm not going to say we, I'm going to say I. In my past, when I have thought of a higher power, when I have thought of God, it has been some very big, huge, extreme thing. It is a a voice you hear in the darkness, like an audible voice, or it is a person on a throne in the sky, mm-hmm. or it is just a miracle, like a huge miracle. At a, uh, and our higher power can be in these everyday, very mundane things, mm-hmm. like somebody's hand on your back, and mm-hmm. it, it just feels comforting. Mm-hmm. Or you mentioned this when we were talking last time, like walking outside and feeling the wind on your face. Yeah. I can't create that. Yeah. So that that can be in higher power. And oh my God, how our lives can change by letting ourselves experience like greatness in the little things. Mm -hmm. Because I know for me, it's very easy to walk through life not realizing that I believe in gravity. You know, mm-hmm. like taking all of these, actually, they are pretty extreme things. Like, yeah. that's a really cool thing that, like, our body stays like magnetic to the ground. <laughs> like, what? And so, I think that there is great opportunity for transformation in ourselves and how we view the world. Um, Because the world can be pretty harsh, especially now, by allowing ourselves to think that a higher power is all around us all the time. Mm-hmm. In my past, it's been like I experienced God in this moment or this moment, but I wasn't experiencing God all the time. I experienced God when I went to church, mm-hmm. but really I'm experiencing God in this conversation. I experienced God when my eyes opened this morning without my alarm clock. Mm-hmm. I experienced God like every moment I can experience a higher power if I allow myself to change the way I'm I'm looking at it. And all of that is why I do continue to say that this spirituality, the spiritual part of life in us is a thing. Yeah. And so whether you have any idea what that is, just like a lot of people don't have a clue what their emotional self is or what their physical self is Mm because they're so disconnected from body. Like it's a thing, Mm -hmm. no matter what your relationship, it's because it's just in, it's happening around Mm -hmm. us all the time. I think it is important to just start to say, okay, this is a part of our existence. It's a part of our makeup. So let me start to explore that. Yeah. Yes, because I hear a lot in the therapy room, where was God mm-hmm. in that moment? Oh, yeah. You know, but that, I don't know why that makes me emotional, but it's like those, the toughest hearing question that, in the world. yes, hearing those things, I'm really going to cry. I don't know why. Yeah. But hearing those things, that hurts me. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. I have to check myself. Mm-hmm. But what's one of the hardest things to hear, and I know why it's hard for me, but when somebody says that to you in a room, like, where was God? Especially you work with acute trauma every day. Mm-hmm. How do you respond in those moments? How, what do you offer a client when they're asking, where was God when this horrible thing happened? That might be a hard question. It's hard. I, 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 and I Again, I have about 50 answers yeah. to it. I think what's coming up first is to think about, you know, we're talking about God and, and higher power and spiritual essence 
present as a nurturer, as a caretaker, mm-hmm. as a lover, as a like we're that's even the way I described that story with that client. It was like, oh, this is being taken care of. Mm-hmm. I'm being held. I'm being loved. I'm being taken care of right now. And so I think that's a really good frame. And life does that. The wind does that. The sun does that. So all of that stuff is a great connecting point for redefining like if spiritual essence, if higher power is a nurturer and caretaker of life, then that's a great starting point. And that's where people get stuck in that question. Mm-hmm. Well, it didn't take care of me there. But thinking about our example with that client, I met her in the pain, even though I didn't fix it, take it away, show up. I think parents are a really great parent-child relationship is a really great reminder of what a higher power really can mean. A healthy parent-child. A healthy parent-child, like they aren't like intervening all the time. Yeah. On behalf of that child, staying 100% protected, safe, and loved. They actually know that they need to wrestle with that a little bit, Mm -hmm. to develop some of their own skills and wrestle with those realities and find that themselves so that it's not just handed to them from the parent it's not just their parents idea of well if you're protected 100% of the time you will fail for miserably sure. when you enter the world on your own yeah life's not gonna feel very good yeah <laughs> um <laughs> it's gonna be real yeah. hard and so yeah I think that's a great m- example to use if, if a healthy yeah. parent is a good nurture they don't step in on behalf of everything every th- and they they might would if they could even if they were seeing it and witnessing it but even sometimes like you know parents on the playground don't step in when other kids are you know to a certain level mm-hmm. they let they watch the kid have to develop those skills and there's an evolution that that human will experience when they're allowed to move through it and that's really hard to think about with some of the horrific things to say that yeah. that was allowed that's where I kind of maybe go into a different part of the conversation of essentially I'm also allowed to do not very nice things yeah so if I'm gonna have some beef about where my higher power lets somebody else hurt me. I've also got to have beef with where he lets me hurt people. And I think that is something we don't always think about. We think you really let this, but you also will let me. Yeah, I'm making a choice. I and, and and that's where you know maybe some deeper you know religious yeah. and spiritual ideas like you know full autonomy and mm-hmm. free will and all that come into question but from what we can see I think that's a good base starting point which is we all are down here <laughs> making our choices and this energy is always there and moving through and with whatever is happening it's a resource to tap into it can give you a sense of internal love and security and that doesn't always have to mean explicit intervention Mm -hmm. and so I think of it more as of the foundation like it's the ground on which we stand but like tornadoes happen and the nature still does its crazy stuff and that current the thread that runs through it all mm-hmm. is going to take care of it somehow some way mm-hmm. might not be the way we exactly want it absolutely to be, which is hard that was great thank you okay so you mentioned the the phrase capital t truce we're very familiar on this show by now with little t and big t traumas but what is a capital t truth what is that even mean sure some of the ones that I hear the most often in kind of like with clients and in my own self are things like I am loved I am good I am safe and secure I am not alone 
a lot of that is what people are searching for. Like when they, they're like, I want to know that I want to be able to Mm -hmm. hold on tightly to that, to know that, believe it in my heart, not just say it in my head. And that's usually, and so what we're doing in therapy is we're, what are the things that have gotten in between you and those truths? What are some of the distorted beliefs that have gotten in the way? What You guys might be more familiar or generally in a therapy room, you're going to hear negative core beliefs Mm -hmm. and how are we going to reframe those into what the truth is Mm -hmm. and how it's been described on here is our life experiences will give us evidence that's not rooted in truth a lot of times Mm because we make meaning out of things and we create distorted meaning that gives us distorted beliefs about ourselves and so what you're talking about is coming back to the actual real truth of who you are and what you are yeah so people come in feeling like i'm worthless yeah and we identify what life experiences have given that mis messaging mm-hmm. through de-honoring and devaluing that life and then we correct it and we can say i am valuable mm-hmm. i matter so when people drop in to those capital t truths it's so interesting to watch right like because I'll, it's like where did that just come from mm-hmm. from inside of you and it's usually somewhere in our center uh heart core gut if we were to ask like how do you know that they would just I just know I don't know but I just know which is so I (laughs) yes because when somebody's like I'm worthless I'm like how do you know that they're like because this 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 Mm -hmm. this 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 and I'm like okay well we can we can debunk all of those things but when somebody just says I just know you can't argue that yeah that's I think your spirit knows yeah your deepest you you have just gotten reconnected with Mm -hmm. and that part of you knows unequivocally your value and your security deep within there are not words human words to express that no because it is great it is not rational it is not reasonable actually like how can you prove it you really you can't, can't. <laughs> um but there's some part of you that believes it with every fiber of your yeah. being when you're connected with that and so that you know we call that oftentimes like that spiritual self that we're describing in that frame now mm-hmm. true self mm-hmm. authentic self mm-hmm. capital s self mm-hmm. i think that's just one other word you can grab at if you're looking for words to describe your spiritual self yeah the spirit within you yeah your true self your higher self Mm -hmm. the part of you that just lives deep deep within that feels like it's at the root of you that of course we don't just walk around (laughs) in that like calm zen part of us all the time because we got shit to do but it's the thing that that hopefully resides at the deepest mm-hmm. center um, and if we can start to connect more and more with that mm-hmm. um, we can find resources that get us back there then it's like a muscle mm-hmm. you know we work that muscle it grows what do you mean by resources yeah so resources that connect you with that so we start hopefully in the therapy room maybe where it's like you got there and they're like how can I keep that Mm -hmm. right how can I keep believing that feeling that about me so you might find things that really take you there that get you to that kind of calm still place where you can know I'm okay Mm -hmm. I'm secure I'm safe so for me that would be the sun Mm -hmm. 
uh, like literally looking at birds and the sky and nature. I'll hear that a lot from folks that mm-hmm. nature is a place where we can really connect with that because I think there is that kind of life force knowing that we're being taken care of and Mm -hmm. that the world around us is doing that. I think it gives us that, you know, whatever gives you like a full deep breath, I think is a good indicator. So it might be putting on a candle. Mm -hmm. It might be playing your favorite songs, Mm -hmm. pets, Mm -hmm. the animals. They help people get there a lot because there's not all that judgment of the relational stuff in there. It's Mm -hmm. just a purity in the essence of what we get from animals where it's like, look at them. They just love me. I must be great. (laughs) (laughs) And we kind of just believe it. We don't doubt it. We don't question it. I'm trying to think of some, I mean, meditation is a really big one for me. You know what came to my head is just like, like softness mm. which is I don't can't even explain it but like when I'm feeling all over the place I like imagine myself on like a very very soft like down mattress yeah. with like pillows all over me yeah. and I'm just like sinking and like almost the essence of like I'm being taken care of but like I'm I'm weightless and I'm just like mm-hmm. relaxed mm-hmm. In a absolutely sense. Yeah. so it can be a many different things absolutely drawing art mm-hmm. um there's a lot of those things that take us kind of out of our mm-hmm. thinking and even emotional self mm-hmm. that help us just settle mm-hmm. and where we can feel that yeah question as one this was a beautiful conversation and one that like all the others will continue to be had if somebody's hearing this and is like ah this makes sense to me what do you suggest to somebody that wants to get more connected with this part of them is it something in regards to therapy and this is your opinion i'm asking your opinion not not like we said in the beginning not like the the rules of spirituality but how would you approach a friend who's like i'm really trying to dig into that i think i would suggest something that maybe is going to feel like the opposite but like schedule and routine integrating in some set way whatever one of those things are or a couple of those Mm -hmm. things are that help you just be still that's maybe a really simple way of starting Mm -hmm. where can I have a moment of stillness where can I feel a sense of joy what's beautiful to me Mm -hmm. I think that's a really great connector to Mm -hmm. spirituality and like intentionally sitting tuning into that Mm -hmm. um, kind of a practice of mindfulness with it and it can be five minutes but for me it was really huge to say when I found some things that helped me stay more connected with that part of me throughout my week and my days I've really made a commitment to myself Mm -hmm. to say I'm gonna do that four times a week even if it's five minutes yes exactly Mm -hmm. I think that would be really helpful and and as we round out this conversation I'm gonna invite you guys again to what's coming up now as opposed to what were you thinking and feeling as you turned this on what were you hoping to hear um, or you expecting to hear and then really taking a second to like maybe even write down like what did I hear in that conversation what came up in me what things kind of made me go and like perk up in like a icky way and what things really like made you kind of like settle more and like exhale I think those might be good places to really tune into as you start kind of coming up and identifying what your own spirituality looks like what your higher power looks like what your higher power sounds like and feels like I think my last encouragement for people would be if you're feeling really frustrated like I want so much of those things that you're describing as that come from this and I'm really low or empty on my tank in that or I can't think of a thing that helps me take a deep breath Mm -hmm. and that feels hopeless or discouraging I would maybe invite 
some people to help you take a look in your world, um, get some outside perspective on like when do other people see you maybe in that sort of space so that you can get clues and just continue to be an investigator because if you're still living and breathing and moving throughout your day, you're getting that stuff. Mm -hmm. Your body would have been tapped out by now Mm -hmm. if it wasn't. And so just um, maybe be encouraged to take a smaller look, like zoom in on the teeny tiny little things that may seem pointless um, and they can grow because wherever we put our attention, it will grow. Well, and then the last thing is, can you shout out where people can find you and give a little blurb about pearls for all the folks that have just heard you? Absolutely. So Pearls of Recovery is the practice that I do a group. It's kind of um, a program or a curriculum created by us, a group that I do with my partner, Hannah Owens, who's also a licensed clinical social worker. And we walk people through kind of everything we've talked about here, like the stuff that we get caught up in, the behaviors that um, are holding us back, the trauma that maybe is underneath that, that we need to unveil and work through. Um, And then our relationships and our attachments, which we've hit Mm -hmm. on in a lot of ways and that by doing those things and peeling back all those layers the goal is to get you to a a true connection with your core and truest self and so pearls of recovery is a group process that helps you hopefully get to that place and experience all those things we're in nashville and um, we run 10 weeks at a time that's how long the group lasts and so we take a wait list for um, each one when we finish one we'll start another one and yeah our next one we're just at the beginning of our of our first one of the year so that will go through march and then we should start again around april okay so if you are connecting with tara or anything she said or if you listen to the episode we did on trauma that had Tara and Hannah, go ahead and contact them now because there's only 10 spots, right? Eight. Eight. I meant, why did I say 10? 10 weeks. 10 weeks. 10 weeks, eight spots. So they can contact you. Did you say your email? Pearls of recovery. Okay. At gmail.com. Okay. And what's the website? Beautiful. So easy for these people. Pearls of recovery. Instagram? Yeah. Follow them <laughs> on Instagram. I um, will say before we close, I reposted that thing you put up about bipolar disorder. <laughs> so many responses to that yeah. saying thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll talk about that on an, another episode, but you post good content. So I just wanted to say that. Gracias. Um, you're welcome. All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now. 
Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.